Neil Black. I'm Shane. I'm Gilmore Esquire. <laughs> I'm Ryan. Just Jaso. And I'm Sebastian James Bartholomew Weber. Bartholomew? Really? Bartholomew? No, just threw oh. that in there. Well, you're Jewish, so that would have, would have, Shalom. I would have thought so. You know, that's the first Sebastian time. Sebastian Shalom Weber. That's the first time your English accent has ever betrayed someone because Bartholomew sounds like barf when you say it. Say it again. Bartholomew. 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 Uh, that, if you ever became a rapper, kind of like how Modest Yahoo did, mm-hmm. um, if your rapper name was Shalom Weber, that would be pretty sick. Shalom. Shalom Weber. That would be pretty sick. Shalom with the dog. You could get away with that. Like, I think black dudes would be cool with you and stuff. Yeah. One, two, three, into the four. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, Akon. Uh, Classic. 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 Uh, but he, what, what a lot of people don't know about Akon is he signed a lot of successful artists. He did. Uh, top of that list being Lady Gaga. Uh, revealed that he passed on signing Drake what an idiot. a while back. Uh, according to Akon, Drake sounded too much like Eminem at the time. Like that's about, I don't know. And he said, that's every artist's development. You can see the difference between that demo and best I ever had, said Akon. Uh, he wanted. He went on to explain that it was actually Toronto rapper Cardinal Official, or Official, whatever, the, who, who, nobody, who nobody knows. Who nobody knows. Uh, who He's brought, probably dead. Who brought Drake's demo to Akon. But by the time Drake evolved his style with the song, Best I Ever Had, a bidding war for the artist ensued. Drake's prices skyrocketed and Akon could no longer afford the deal. So that really isn't that. That sounds to me like <laughs> it's just true. like. That's by Interscope. But it sounds to me just like too early to the party. Uh, yeah, that happens. Wait. Yeah. How, and what universe do we live in that Drake sounds anything like well, Eminem? Oh, this is on his demo from before Best I Ever also, Had. I'm sure Drake hadn't The only out similarity it. is that they both have like these... Weak ass ma- male names, Marshall and Aubrey. Now Drake can do like the 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 he can kind of flow like Eminem a little bit. Yeah, he just does. He chooses to go more R and B ish. <laughs> he chooses to go more shit. Um, oh, nah, yeah. it's not, that song is so fire. I've been playing that all weekend. Uh, Drake's not shit. Let's be real. Drake has more number ones than Eminem. No He's longer just a afford the deal. Doesn't Akon own a city? Yeah, yeah his own Bitcoin his, too. His own Bitcoin, and he can't. Uh, couldn't afford Drake. Shitty city. <laughs> Well, this now, was obviously before like Gaga and all that. I mean, Akon makes so much money now. He hasn't had to make music anymore. What was Akon's big investment post music career that he made money on? Like trains uh, or something? No, he made a lot of money on signing people. Oh, did he? I'm telling you, yeah. like, he had Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. And someone yeah. else. Someone like, else uh, big. Like Sean Kingston or something. Yeah. One of them. Yeah, I'm not talking Sean any Kingston. shit on Akon because Akon's done more for the world than. Basically, I feel like he's shady singer. though, but people just don't give a fuck yeah. to look because he doesn't fuck with. He just fucks with hood people. Yeah, his so, his song with uh, Snoop was is a, is a party banger. Yeah, of course. The knocked up, can't let, yeah. Um, Seb, do you know about OnlyFans? No, Jaso, have you ever perused an OnlyFans account? I haven't. I haven't either because I'm too cheap. But I love Instagram and I love Instagram models. Uh, ex- Especially ones that look a certain way. Spoiler alert. And it's so great when they have an OnlyFans mm. uh, uh, hyperlink in their, in their uh, you know, in their profile description because you know that you can find naked pictures of them online. Yeah. See the um, nips. And sometimes more. Uh, the butthole? <laughs> it depends who the model is. Uh, Bella Thorne, popular, uh, when she was a Disney Channel kid. And um, so she, she, she uh, opened up her only. Uh, she she started an OnlyFans account. Crashed the entire site last week. Um, a- apparently, she made a million dollars in the first twenty four hours alone. In just a million, one million dollars in twenty four hours. So she's good. She's not, that's more than you make on a series, like an entire. I, I don't think she'd make that more more than that doing TV. She makes eighteen dollars of so it's twenty dollars for the subscription. OnlyFans takes twenty percent of it, so she makes eighteen dollars for every person that's that 10%. signs up. She's doing all right. Oh, you're right. That's ten percent. Um, and then and then um, you figure she has twenty five million Instagram followers. So and you know if she gets five million, how long to the Kardashians are on OnlyFans? I don't know. If they need to at this point. They need to. Um, yeah, but could you imagine what Kylie would crash the fucking OnlyFans? This is a this yeah. is a Will Runzel's new hustle. OnlyFans? Yeah, managing OnlyFans. A models. lot of people, are, a lot of managers are getting into that game. Managing OnlyFans people. I don't, what, what do you do as a manager to manage? Bookings, only- outside appearances probably. Uh, pimp. Pimp. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, having having sexual intercourse with older, richer men. 
Um, no, um, I'm sure like pr- uh, product partnerships and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that seems like There's a money to be made. Light workload if you get a piece of the OnlyFans deal because the rest of it's. Well, you figure even if you're like a, you don't have to be very big, and let's say you're hot and you have eight thousand followers. Oh, I agree. And out of the eight thousand followers, if fucking half of them sign mm-hmm. up for it, you know, you're gonna make money even as like Dude, you know just that to level. Flick your bean on camera. <laughs> I mean, I mean you don't have to do that much. Just, you know, <laughs> no, take, take your shirt off here and that's there. it. You don't even do the flickage, right? I just, just, I think that it, there's a, because like a, Cardi B's on there and she doesn't get naked at all. So there's a, yeah. there's a wide range of what you get from OnlyFans. It's basically, but there's some girls, yeah, that have sex on it. There's some oh, girls really? that, yeah. Patreon and OnlyFans is the same, same model, thing, right? Same model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's your two horse race. Yeah. Patreon's definitely gone the same and, and then I heard Apple's jumping in on that. Are they? Yeah, Tim Cook's gonna have a have his own account. Oh, I thought you meant like oh they're gonna God. launch their own thing. Tim Cook's <laughs> Tim Cook's only fan account. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be a great parody page. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> that's wild, dude. That's a staggering amount of money. That's definitely way more money than she's ever made off acting. That's what I mean. That's it's gonna be really interesting to see, I think, with the the nosedive the film industry's taking right now. Mm-hmm. Like how many people are gonna just resort to? Would you read me some crazy stat that the, the, the OnlyFans since COVID has like sixty thousand new presenters on it? And oh then, yeah, and then it's like jumped like two million new subscribers or something like that. Why yeah. are you telling me that? You want to be Zoom, DocuSign, and uh, Zoom, yeah, <laughs> and OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, there's there's it, it makes it makes sense. I mean, think about it this way: even from a musician standpoint, you're going to be able to do for Patreon or whatever. I mean, we talked about it a couple of years ago when our, our good friends came on the show, Ryan and, and uh, Amir. They were doing the GoFundMe stuff with their albums. It'd be really interesting to see. This would be a new way for the music industry to kind of get involved. Think about it this way. Could Drake do an OnlyFans page and just drop his shit directly through that? He wouldn't even need... I don't know if he'd make to, more money that way. You don't yeah. think so? I don't think he'd be making... I don't think as many people would sign up for Drake to... Versus to see a naked Bella. No, it wouldn't Thorne. be his only thing. But if Drake was releasing mixtapes exclusively, well, Cardi B is doing it right now, so I guess well, we'll find out. Okay. Well, the difference is this. Um, no, it, he wouldn't. And the reason is this: Spotify is a collective audience, right? So you have people that sign up for. I'm not Spotify as a brand, and I'm not saying he only does it. I'm saying he could. All these musicians he could, could get into with it. it and use it as like an exclusive way to get directly. But to you've your been fans. a manager. You know that most of these people, if you can make money on music, that's all they want to do. They, this is for people that can't make money I making think, music. Well, so I mean, if you, I think I don't know why Cardi B's on it. I think it's a bad example. Car- Cardi B's just doing like behind the like like behind the scenes stuff, and yeah, you know, I'm sure there's like exclusive. It, so cuts it's just for like super fans, and, she, and she's still video. did pretty well. Yeah, maybe super fan. I mean, yeah. Super fans, you know. Think about it. Super fans or most males, probably Shane, if you got behind the scenes footage of the WAP music video, for example, maybe I'm not into those two. No, no. I'm not into those two. I've never gotten an OnlyFans thing. Um but you know, Drake well, and it's not a two horse race. Remember that there's is my girl. There's a, there's a there's a couple of them. My girl, yeah. I mean I don't know, it is a two horse race now, a Patreon and OnlyFans. Is my girl's pretty big. It's probably not. There's a lot of girls on there. But is it as big as one of those two? It's probably number three. Yeah, it's probably number three. So it's the two horse race of Patreon and. I mean, that could shift it, you know. Okay. It depends. You know, <laughs> Tim, Tim Cook could go in and buy Is My Girls. That's true. You know, someone's got to do that. If anyone's listening that hasn't, that can do Photoshop, it'd be great to see Tim Cook's Instagram profile. <laughs> and the hyperlink is just onlyfans.com. Can, can we start making a fake Tim, Tim Cook <laughs> OnlyFans account? account? Oh my God. We would just He's like, like just for fucking the- a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> <laughs> laying on the bed with a turtleneck on and no oh, yeah. bottoms. Oh my god! Glasses on the yeah. On the, he takes oh his glasses god. off, puts them on the nightstand. <laughs> he puts Steve Jobs' glasses on <laughs> and rubs one out. <laughs> so I love fun. it. I love it. Tim I mean, Cook I and Google Glass. Oh, <laughs> Google Glass. Oh my god! So good. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> Big news out of Louis Vuitton camp. Um, Virgil Hoppel is definitely putting his, uh, his his personal stamp on the brand. He's definitely cheapening the brand. He's definitely cheapening the brand. Uh, he's uh, They've signed their first ever skateboarder. Lucien Clark um, took to Instagram to reveal the signature uh, Louis Vuitton skate shoe. It looks very much like a like an old like a 90s DC 
text you. Um, cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's the point where we were talking about this. Cool. This, this is not something that, that Louis Vuitton should be wor- like dipping their toes no, in. No, and they don't announce. The, other, the thing you've got to remember is they don't, unless I'm wrong, but I don't think I am wrong. They don't announce the people they collab with. Like, for example, no. they don't no. announce, hey, we've signed Harrison Ford. Like, the Correct. ads, the classic Louis Vuitton ads, you know, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, or whoever it is, or Harrison Ford. They're not, they don't announce that. It's, yeah, it's well, very cheesy to announce well, that. Like, we know because well, you, you, you want to keep the, you want to keep the brand bigger than the than the, you than do. the person. And but you know who does this really well, but has terrible, terrible, terrible product is Breitling. But they had they, they do so well. Like their lineup this year There's was a, Adam Driver, Charlie's Theron, and Brad Pitt, all in ads together. Like Bra- that. I, I hate Breitling so bad. Me, me I, too. As a watch company, I just Terri- fucking I hate it. Terrible brand. But, and people fucking wear it. But, I don't get why you wouldn't get a Rolex over Breitling. If or a fucking it. Panerai. Or a, like there's a yeah, bunch right. of watches I'd get. You're not a pilot. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Yeah. No. This, this is, is a Virgil this, move, though. This is like this is a full Virgil move. This is why you hire. This is what Virgin is or Virgil's. I heard do. a good thing. I heard a good take on Virgil the other day that I can't remember who said this, and so I'm going to say this, and it's I'm definitely plagiarizing, and this isn't my my thought, but um, borrowed IP. Yeah, fuck, it's not coming to me who who said this, but it made a ton of sense. That because the moves that Virgil has been able to make as far as becoming the head of a fashion house and kind of being this black fashion icon and, you know, getting to places that other black people haven't been able to get before in culture, um, that the culture itself isn't allowing, is is giving Virgil a lot more latitude, which is the reason, like, Off-White isn't played out yet. Mm-hmm. And doing shit like he, it, because it's so important that he succeeds that there's no, mm. it's like there's there's a lot of backlash with Off White though. Not there is, but not the way it should be. Not with the bank account. Not the way they're, it should be. Like, like and still, e, e, oh, not the way. Yeah, it but that always be. happens. Like Off White should a, be fucking Von Dutch by now, and it's not. Like, yeah, you no, know. Totally. Um, I agree. But I but I found that interesting because yeah, it is. It, it's crazy to think that like that dude has gotten as far as he's gotten. You know, by essentially being Kanye's creative director, and and he's talented for sure, but it's you know, uh, it, he's the first rock star creative director in this new age of creative directors. When everyone's a creative director, I mean, he, the first uh, Heidi Slimane was before him. No, yeah, even, Mark, even Mark, Jacob, even Mark s- Jacobs, like you could are say, they rock star. Though? Mark Jacobs was a rock star. Yeah, mm, not like not now. Not he's just getting like, pounded out on Grinder, but yeah. <laughs> no, he's like very famously like fucking. He just shut his grinder account down with a fucking orgy. He did an orgy and then shut it down. Oh my god! Yeah, went out with a bang. Yeah, he went out with a literal went out bang. With a gang bang. bang, literal bang. Jay, so if things ever get rough for you, just to go back to the OnlyFans real quick, you of the three of us could have a career on OnlyFans with that you big could. old cock, that big dong schlong. <laughs> I'm sure there's some what? people that would that would pay to watch you what jack would his off. Catch rise be. What time is it? <laughs> dong o'clock. <laughs> Jason, dong, Jason. You could dong. be the fucking like. You could be the dick Viking or something, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> you'd be huge. Techno cock Viking. All dicks matter. All dicks matter, except oh boy. mine. Just saying, if things got weird, no, well, keep you know. it in mind. Um, I'll, I'll manage you. <laughs> Means that will manage. Did you, you need a wide camera for that dog? That, for yeah. that dick. Sorry. Like, Hey, this this uh, COVID thing keeps up. I might take you up on that. You're gonna need one of those National Geographic lenses, dude, for that thing. <laughs> Do you reckon you can cover your nipples with your hair <laughs> down like that, like Alanis, oh, for sure, like Alanis, Alanis Morissette, Morissette in yeah. that video? Oh, we yeah. could dude. we could remake that album. Oh my god, I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, a lot of movie news. Um, <clears throat> basically, mostly what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, Ridley Scott has announced his next project. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be called Gucci, and it's uh, so far it's starring Lady Gaga in the lead. Her first film since um, *Star Is Born*. It's so far. It's it's eyeing a, a pretty heavy cast: Robert De Niro, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Jared Leto, uh, and more. It's the story of uh, Maurizio Gucci's ex-wife, Patricia Reggiani. Probably butchered that that, that Italian pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on the true events that occurred back in '95, where she tried to get Gucci killed. Uh, I I've lost. I've really lost. Uh, there was a point in time where Ridley Scott was on a short list of directors that I would watch anything that he came out with. And he's been so bad the last decade. 
with his alien movies. Yeah, Ridley and Scott's not very Ridley cool. Scott anymore. has like really fallen off the fucking Moses movie, the stupid movie about the Getty kid that was not good with Wahlberg, yeah. about the mm. Getty kid getting uh, killed. Uh, kidnapped. Remember kidnapped, they, they yeah. recast uh, they recast Kevin Spacey's That's role right. and reshot That's it. Right. That's right. Uh, it uh, it feels very risky of Lady Gaga to go with Ridley Scott no. for her second film. This cast that behind this cast. This cast is like let's just grab the biggest names without actually seeing if they'd fit together. It feels like the casting director wasn't really. How does Jared Leto get these gigs? Oh come on, Jared Leto's won an Academy <sighs> Award. He's yeah, but like De Niro, Driver, like Driver's way better than Jared way Leto. Be, I, way better. Way better. I don't like Leto at all. I don't like him at all. I, I just I, think I of really, 30 Second but, but Leto does things to me, he falls into the Johnny Depp category of he is a good actor. He just tries, he, he tries so hard to not to be good looking or not to be a sex symbol and, and tries to be weird in everything he does. And that, and that he shouldn't have won an Academy Award for that role. That was fucking bullshit. He dressed up like a tranny, and that's why he won the Academy Award. Like, can't say that word. Trans. He dressed up like a trans <laughs> with AIDS. Can I say AIDS? Yeah, you can talk about AIDS. That's generalizing. <laughs> but he shouldn't have. You go back and watch Dallas Buyers Club, and it's like, what else was what else was up that year? That would be we'll interesting. Schindler's List. Schindler's <laughs> Auschwitz. Keep talking. Yeah. I'll look this um, up. I'm gonna look this up. Not, I don't know, man. I, 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 this, this cast. Just looking at it at a glance, it's Lady Gaga, Robert De Niro, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Jared Leto. It just has the makings of a failure. I'm trying to think of what was uh Did he do? Oh, I can't think of it now. The Counselor is that really Scott too? Oh yeah, yeah. That oh, yeah. was a perfect oh, yeah. example. That's what this feels like. Oh yeah, huge cast. Gonna probably gonna that miss was the definitely mark. Definitely really Scott. And that was a perfect example of like terrible okay. film. Fast yeah, Bender, the craziest, like, craziest cast. Brad Pitt, Fast The Bender. only original screenplay by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Like it, 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 the fact that it was that it was just it was terrible. It's almost like he's making super bands. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. those like that those like audio ever slave. <laughs> <laughs> He's the audience. I was gonna like, say, what was what was the VH one show with like the with Sebastian Bach and the dude from Biohazard, Evan, uh, what was that super band called? The, the show was called super band. Oh, I can't remember what it was called now, but anyway, I, I just don't see this being good. It, it's, I, and to your point about Gaga, to me, Gaga can't fail. I don't think Gaga can fail in the acting. I, 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 disagree, I disagree with you guys. I thought that I thought stars born worked really well for her. And, uh, for someone like that, that's not an actor. That it's really important role. that you yeah. find a director that uh, and and Bradley Bradley Cooper knew how to. I don't know. He he knew how to shoot her. Um, Wait, well, the character worked for very naturally for her. I also this, just don't want to see Pacino and De Niro in any more movies after watching The Irishman. Yeah, like God, it, it didn't. Yeah, The Irishman blew. Well, those guys are past their prime too. They're well, also just fucking old, like and we've boring. Saw, we've seen Heat. And they're amazing together in it. That's what I mean. Like, it's like they should just let it be where it was. Heat is. I don't. It, I don't know. Sorry, I, I'm looking up who the who. I think won, we're always uh, just going to compare the two of them in a movie to a role like Heat, and it's just never going to be that again. So don't try. Just let it go. Yeah. So who? This is who was nominated that year. Um, Bakhad Abdi from Captain Phillips. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, American Hustle, Fassbender, 12 Years a Slave, Jonah Hill, The Wolf of Wall Street. I would have given it to Jonah Hill. Oh, Jonah Hill was rad in that movie. I think Jared Leto won it. Uh, what was the other one? Fassbender and what? Fassbender and then the dude from Captain Phillips. The what was Somal Fassbender? The Somalian in? guy. Fassbender, 12 Years a Slave. He was excellent in that, but I don't know. What, what was, the, there was a, the other one I thought was good, too? Jonah Hill was great, but the other one I think he was pretty decent, too. Either one of those should have won over. I don't know. Whatever. Bradley Cooper, American Hustle. That was eh. terrible, that movie. Oh, it my God. It's not terrible, but not it just terrible. wasn't. It wasn't very good. Wasn't, it wasn't as good as it should have been. Yeah. We expected that movie to be a I liked fucking it. banger. Um, yeah, but I'm with you. Jared Leto sucks. <laughs> I don't think he sucks. <laughs> Dude, try watching that Netflix movie where he plays like a Oh, Yakuza. I did. I, I, got, I couldn't get through the opening scene. It was like, wait, he's... Oh, they're not going to do that. Nope, they're going to... Got it. They're going to appropriate Japanese culture. Perfect. So let's talk about the Batman trailer at last be, before we get into the music stuff. Let's talk about the Snyder Cut trailer real quick. So over the weekend, DC did this big like uh, 
kind of their own Comic-Con. They did everything digitally and they uh, they they dropped a bunch of trailers, a Wonder Woman trailer, like all these video game trailers. Mm-hmm. We saw the first trailer from the uh, Justice League Snyder Cut, which is going to be the four-hour version of, Zach, of, of Justice League. Uh, you know, according to Zack Snyder, won't have a single frame that Joss Whedon shot. Um, the tra- the trailer's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> For which it, one? For uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. It is really good. It's compelling. Whatever is the... Good you know, choice of song as well. Great choice of song. Um, are you in on that one, Seb? I am in on that one. I mean, granted, we have we all I mean, have four HBO, hours, so we don't have to... Four hours it's going to come out like, a, like in two parts. Okay. But that I can manage. I'm more interested to see the process. I don't know what yeah, that I looks see, like when you don't use... Like, it'll be pretty... It, it'll be one thing if we watch it and it's like, ah, oh, you know, that was way better than the original, but it was fine. Uh, or another thing, it's like, wow, that they really fucked up by... Like, if they would have let Snyder stay and, like, maybe yeah. maybe Ben Affleck did have a future as Batman. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I like... I'm I, I'm into it. Um, Man, I guess let's just talk about it, man. We got it. We got it. We finally... We finally got a trailer for oh the boy Pats for the Batman, starring uh, Robert Pattinson, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Kravitz, Zoe Kravitz, directed by Matt, Matt Reeves. Um, what are what are your first thoughts, boys? First, first time all, we're seeing it. Uh, you know, it's funny. Like we've been talking about this for a minute, but I, out of all the things I saw in this trailer, I really, really fucking love Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Great cast. Yeah. Great cast. He's so perfect for that role. It's pretty rad. It just looks dope. It looks dark. Really dark. Sebby, you and I were yeah. talking um, before we jumped in here. Like, it just looks like they're going to jump right into the the Joker lane. I think it's genius. I think it's great. I don't think, And I don't think they would have been able to do that without the success of the Joker. Whether you like it or not isn't the point. I think it's more, this uh, doesn't feel like any Batman I've seen. So I It feels ha- a lot more violent. Well, that one scene is incredibly violent. That it shows him beat the shit out of that guy, and with the with the way they did the sound effects, and they don't cut away, and it's a very brutal looking scene. Uh, I do. I have a couple observations. It's a great trailer. Um, I'm glad they get, they showed us a full trailer, and it wasn't a teaser. Um, Pattinson, Fuck, no dude. no no shock there. If you like, we we all we all three of us love Pattinson. I think he's going to be a pretty interesting Batman. We, we do, but I don't think the rest of the world does. Yeah, no. A lot of people don't don't know. They still that. think they still see him as Twilight Boy, and, yep. and we've given him a chance, and he's definitely succeeded in just the what he's done with um for an you know he just the way he flipped from studio movies to independent films, and I mean really an act. I, he's definitely on track to become an actor's actor. Which, yeah, which is well between this and Tenet this year. Fuck, what a big year. Those are two of the, those these are the two biggest this films. This doesn't come out this year. Well, this year, comes out this comes, comes out next year, year. but let's say still, the span of comes year. out in October. He's in June year. too, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm thinking of uh Timothy. Oh, is uh the uh someone just turned on the uh trailer? We oh, just sorry, I forgot my mic was <laughs> muted. I was like, I didn't hear the tra- I thought we I thought that we just like, seriated the yeah, trailer. I thought you were just trying to be <laughs> Just hit us with the Nirvana the song. Board. I wasn't like you had me at the Nirvana song. Seb, by the way. Well, Seb, you made an bad. interesting point about the Nirvana song. Yeah. Um, so, not many movies. If you've look, look when you when you're making when you're cutting a trailer for a film, um, you want the biggest, most not so much the biggest, but what what you hear on the final trailer is often not what they wanted it to be. Um. I would say that using a Nirvana song uh, as a trailer is probably most music supervisors. It's definitely up there. Oh yeah. Whether they can do it or not, because they can't get it. Clean you know, the estate won't pass it. Or who who runs his estate now? His daughter. I love. I I don't think I don't, think, I don't control, think I, think. I don't <clears throat> think she. They have the publishing. I don't think she does anymore. Mm. Oh um, no no Dave Grohl Dave Grohl and her split it. I think. Yeah, it's it's something weird like that. Either way, it's complicated. Yeah. And either way, you don't hear it. But often. I feel like her, uh, uh, what's what's their daughter Francis being Cobain oh, yeah. or whatever she inherited like the play, a bunch of I don't know potentially right. But um, even though she doesn't like him, you know, no, she doesn't like Courtney. Um, but she also said Nirvana wasn't that great of a band or whatever, right? Something like I tend that. to agree with her on that one. Yeah, but who <clears> likes <throat> that dad's band? I mean, it's like <laughs> it's true. set up to lose anyway. Um, you, you don't... What I'm trying to say is it's not very... I can't think of one other movie where um, Nirvana's been in the trailer. It's just a very hard... 
It's a hard thing to achieve. <laughs> They've put Nirvana songs in trailers before, but they're always the re- the slowed down remakes. Yeah, it's never from them. I don't. Not that I can remember. Um, yeah, or a, it's a so female it's just, voice it just cover. Says or something. So there, there was a. I'll t- I'll t- I just keep going back to this. So if tr- historically, Batman movies. As much as I love Pattinson, they do not rely on the guy who plays Batman. They rely on the villain and they rely on the director. Those are the two things. If you look at back at what 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 has worked, even though I think Michael Keaton's the best Batman, it's that was Tim Burton's vision in Batman and Batman Forever. True. Val, Coo- yeah, Val, Batman Val Kilmer, a Batman and Batman Returns. Val Kilmer, actually an awesome Batman. That movie is complete trash. Yeah. Batman Forever, and then obviously Clooney. It's hard to judge Clooney because that was just such a terrible movie. Uh, Robin. Batman and Robin, and then you go into the Christian Bale era. Christian Bale does does an admirable job. He's fine in it. Those were Christopher Nolan's movies, though. And yeah. then and then Heath Ledger's performance in Bat- in Dark Knight. Well, like, and to that your, people think about Keaton was amazing, but you had Danny DeVito as Penguin, and you had Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson as Joker. Yeah. Michelle um, Fiverr as Catwoman, and so I just still look at this. And Matt Reeves is directing this, and I know he's a competent director, but he still ha- he dr- he's directed two Planet of the Eight movies, and he's directed a uh, he directed the remake of Let the Right One In. I'm not a big fan of this dude as a director. I like the way everything looked in this trailer, but it does that. that that's but it kind is a of, trailer. <laughs> it's a trailer. Like the Su- Suicide Squad had a great first trailer, totally. if you remember. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Batman vs Superman had a great first trailer. Uh, so I- I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, Colin Farrell looks really cool as the penguin. You see him really quick. You can barely even recognize him. Um, Paul Dano is, is always the cast interesting. is awesome. The cast is great. Huh? The trailer looks great. Did Andy Serkis play Alfred and Joker? Because I think he did, didn't he? No, 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 no. Are you sure? I don't think so. I think he did. I don't think so. Yeah, Andy Serkis has a very cool voice, by the way. The teaser was amazing. This first trailer was amazing. I hope it lives up to the expectations. Something tells me, based on Matt Reeves' history, it's not. It's going to be. I just don't a, know. I feel and, like it's going to be a and, six. And listen, or a the guy hasn't done that much shit. He's only made three or four movies, but um, this would be a pivotal move in this his is, career for sure. You're talking about this is probably the biggest movie of 2021. You know. Yep. Um, well, Dune's Dune's twenty. Dune's December of this year is supposed to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's not going to come out this year. It's supposed to, but um, maybe it'll come out at Christmas. That's what they're saying. So I don't know, but I, I don't think you think Dune will be a bigger movie than the Batman. I don't. Mm, people will watch no. it, but Dune's not the IP that Batman is. No, it's true. No, it's not. I mean, j- people are going to take their kids. It doesn't matter how violent the Batman is. People are going to take their kids to see it. Like, this looks very rated R, though. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it might be a, an R-rated Batman. You're taking your teenage. They will. Kids. N- they won't allow. They won't allow an R-rated Batman. They'd lose too much money. If DC had the balls to do that, God bless him, but nah, it's not going to be rated R. If Christopher Nolan got away with it. Yeah, that was pretty violent. Joker was Joker one was really violent and dark, and they they were able to make that PG-13. They're not going to, they're not, Warner Brothers would lose too much money making that movie rated R. Um, But yeah, it's it's a good trailer, so good for them. Good for DC, man, having a big week, weekend during the coronavirus. We're not. We're not actually not. DC, well, a it is studio that world has right got now, it so. wrong way more times than got it right. Yeah, well, exactly. It's upside For down. Sure, world. they did do a Suicide Squad like character trailer, and that's the one that James James Gunn's going to be directing. Um, but you didn't see any footage, so uh, in or out, let's do it. Uh, first up, Big Sean, one of Jason's favorite actors. I mean rappers. <laughs> Actors uh, featuring. This is the um, first time he said that, and he wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, featuring Nipsey Hussle. Uh, the track is called "Deep Reverence." And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. Look. Fuck rap. I'm a street legend. And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. Black love me yeah. with a deep reverence. And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. And I got pressure on me. Seven days a week is game seven on me. Life will test you out. You live through that, that's testimony. Giving them hell, but how in the hell I got all these blessings on me? Most of the girls I know addicted to social media. All the time they put in, they could have wrote encyclopedias. Mama said it only takes one time to fuck up your whole Wikipedia. And as your son, I can see the type of life that you see me in. After what happened in Nipsey, I reached out to Kendrick. It wasn't even no real issues there to begin with. Lack of communication and wrong information from people fueled by the ego is like mixing flames with diesel. 
Energy crazy, I realize that it's a two-way street. What's coming is going, if it don't give you more, it drains you. Should be a billionaire based on the time off I'm not taking. Probably why this shit with me get crazy and we lost the baby. And everybody around me think I'm the one, but we all just one of ones. And I'm walking out the crib, they ask me where I'm going. I told them I'm going on another 10-year run. Niggas is banging over blocks that they don't own, thinking that's home. Boy, you think that's where you from? You don't really know where you from. You don't know how deep your roots is and what your ancestors had done. That is Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle, Deep Reverence. Jason, are you in or are you out? I'm in. I back it. Seb? Yeah, I'm in. I back that. I like it. Big Sean's, that's a good Big Sean Mm -hmm. uh, showing. We're still waiting for an album from you, Big Sean. Yes, sir. At some point. Uh, Next up, Pharrell featuring Hova, Jay-Z. Track is called Entrepreneur. Bit of the song to listen to. This is like for a minute, it's doing this. Well, I'm out. Moment of silence for like, there you go, little Jay Z. Uh, lies told to you through YouTube's and Hulu's shows with no hues that look like you do. Black Twitter was that when Jack is paid, do you? For everyone, Gucci support two foobles. Sipping Crippa Kona, consumer and a owner. Till we all vertically integrated from the flow up. Do say power, sip ace till I throw up. Like gang signs, I bang minds for both ya. Serial entrepreneur, we on our own. Stop sitting around waiting for folks to throw you a bone. If you can't buy the building, at least stock the shelf. Then keep on stacking till you stocking for yourself. Uh. See everything you place after black. Pharrell, Jay Z entrepreneur. Sever, are you out? Nah, man. <laughs> Why are you out, though? You can't just say you're out. Why are you out? On that, what what do, those I are just, those are the, some of the two biggest names in hip hop working together, and you love Jay Z. I just didn't really. I mean, he's jogging his memory on his NDA. <coughs> didn't vibe it. Just didn't vibe. I just it. also just don't like Pharrell that much. <sighs> I agree with you. I just don't. As, do, I don't the, like the his wailing. Music. And at the wailing, like the sing, the 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 the, the Jay Z bit is the bit I liked. That I just, I personally just don't think Pharrell's been good for a while. I don't think, I just think he needs to, I just, I just want old school fucking N.E.R.D. Pharrell. Not happy Pharrell. Not Pharrell. Yeah, he, he leans into his fucking, to his It's uh, like, I get it. You can sing fucking. Like all the time now. I, I, the reason that I, it doesn't sound of why I'm out on it too. Over COVID and over BLM. It feels like a lot of musicians That's what are, are to get throwing to. together music because it's timely versus it's music that they've been working on. Um, and it just feels it just feels slapped together. That well, did not feel like a song that was like... Well, and apparently, uh, uh, Charlemagne asked him about this, but apparently Jay-Z, the last five Nas releases, yeah, Jay-Z released, is released on the same exact day or yeah. the day after. <laughs> Which is crazy. Even though this isn't a Jay Z song, it's a no. But Charlemagne asked uh, Nas about it on his interview, and and he said uh, Nas Nas actually kept it pretty political. He said, "I think there may be that there's an energy that we both have where maybe we like to work around that same time, (laughs) which is pretty considering this dates back to 2001. They've released music on at the same time, dating back to Stillmatic, but." I kind of want to listen to the whole song before I say I'm out, but it wasn't compelling from what you heard, though. And I, you're right yeah. that like that minute of just the black man loop was was not the best part to listen to. But it's 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 interesting coming off the heels of Jay Z probably having some of the only bad press of his career with the NFL stuff, right? This is is this the first single he's released? Or no, he was on the he was on the entire uh, the entire uh, uh, Jay Electronica album. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, 
It sounds slapped together. It doesn't sound. Wouldn't be an episode without JSO's memory default. Fuck, it does feel. It does, but having doesn't, given does you feel some like J credit, Electronic came out this year. It does not feel like J Electronic um, came out this year. Uh, next up. Yeah, I don't remember what came out this year. <clears throat> I know, right? YouTube say, Dude, I literally thought, I couldn't, I was, I couldn't remember. I thought that that 1975 album came out in December of last year and it came out in May. What? Yeah. Oh my no, God. I mean, th I, I can't like, really I think about going. what, what do you, can, you, can you remember what you were doing in May? I mean, it was all the when same. When was May? When was That's May? What I mean. yeah. All the days blended together. So uh, let's jump into the next track. Uh, Tro uh, YouTube sensation, Troy Sivan, <sighs> who has turned into a pop sensation. The track is called In a Dream. Savon in a dream. Jay, so what'd you think? Um, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out too. I really like Troy Savon. I really like his, as far as pop artists go. To be fair, I listened to this, this whole EP that he put out and this is the worst song. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though this is the one he did a video for? Yeah, it's the worst song. Uh, Easy's pretty good. It's only six tracks, but the EP's not nearly as bad as that track. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I what? Well, yeah, he's he's an interesting one because even his last album had those two really good singles. The album wasn't good. If you listen to the EP, that sounds like the single the label wanted to go with. It sounded like the most radio friendly, but yeah, nah. bad bad album. Last up, and a lead into our, our our next topic, but um, the the lead track off of Nas's new album, the track is called Ultra Black. We going. Rhythm and blues, pop rock, soul to jazz, to my toes attack. How I look being told, I'm not supposed to brag. Nobody fault, I tell the truth, I know what's facts. We ultra black, grace tone, skin tone, but multi that. Multiple colors, we come in all shades, mocha black. Except where I'm at and I fight me on it. Emotional stares like I might be wanted. Pitch black like the night, I'm ultra black. Set for the sun, reruns, jokes are black. Oh yes, oh yes, God bless success. We going ultra black, like the S is fast. Hawk with a mask on, the freshest breath. African black soap, caress the flesh. Super fly the Mac, sitting fly in the lack. Take the boat on the water, history talks with my daughter. My son will be my resurrection. Constantly learning lessons. I never die, you get the message. I hope you be better than I. Life's precious, two stepping. Sometimes I'm over black, even my clothes are black. Cash money with the white tee and the soldier rag. We going ultra black, unapologetic. Ultra black, Nas. I'm in, it's a cool song. I, I like his flow is so good. Yeah, I'm in. His flow, I'm in. his flow is so good. I'm in. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to hate on it, and that leads us into the Nas dropped an album this weekend. Shocker! The uh, track, the the album is titled King's Disease. Um, unlike his last album produced by Kanye, this this entire album is produced by Hit Boy, which was garbage. <laughs> um, NME said uh, a stately and royal return to form for rap's original scholar. Magnetic says as has. Found his Nas has found his groove again as a man 30 years in hip hop, which is crazy that he's been around for 30 years. Uh, living with the king's disease, whether at the top of rap or as a kingmaker with mass appeal and other ventures, with this partnership alongside Hit Boy, he sounds revived creatively. He is not afraid to take shots and examines the world around critically. Uh, what did you guys think of the album? You're talking about great. one of the biggest rappers of our generation. <clears throat> I thought it was incredible. It's definitely uh, light years ahead of his uh, Nazir. Not I, here. Yeah. yeah, that was not. That just didn't hit the mark. I mean, like most things that came out during the surgical so 
proclaimed, self-proclaimed surgical summer. This was dope. Everything about it was really good. It felt like old Nas again. I got to stop trying to compare everything to Illmatic because I'm always going into these situations with a with a with a way too high expectation. Um, and then after I listened to it a couple of times, I really like it just as a record. I need to pretend Illmatic doesn't exist because Illmatic's a kind of phenomenon. I feel there's yeah, a couple one of, of the those greatest hip hop albums. Ever. There's a couple <laughs> of those records you just have to take out of people's repertoire. Yeah, I see your point there, but I do with some of these older. And I'm not going to be consistent with this thought process, but with some of these guys, I do want to see slight evolutions. Uh, and you guys brought up Jay Electronica, which who I was going to bring up anyways. We talked about that album when it came out. That came out earlier this year. And to me, that's still the hip-hop album, The Beat, that came out this year. Um, Jay Electronica album sounded very 90s, but it still had some 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 pop to it. This album does not. This album sounds like B sides from one of his early albums, which could be a good thing for him. Um, you get to he gets to fl- like flex his his like as a lyricist, which Nas is the strongest at. Uh, he gets to do his thing, but <laughs> I don't know that I'm ever going to listen to this album again. <laughs> like I, I, it really well, didn't excite me the way Jay Electronica did when I heard not, that album. Yeah, but Jay Electronica is that remember that, remember that was his debut album. And it was 11 years in the making. Technically, it was his debut album, but it wasn't. But it was a a long time in the making. Yeah, and sometimes, though, that can work against you. For for sure. For sure. I just think Nas, look, whether we... And it feels like like I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. And, like, I feel like I'm shitting on a legend. But the reality reality of the fact is Nas has put out way more shittier records than he's done amazing records. Absolutely. So it's a little hard to... Yeah, I know so what you're saying. He he went on uh, he went on Breakfast Club and he he did make a comment about what happened with the Nazir record. Uh, he said, "I don't know what went wrong. I would say I did want to work with Kanye. We spent some time, but I was working on ideas, and he'd give me a few loops, but they weren't finished. Uh, he was working on a lot. He had Cuddy, he had Tiana Taylor, he had his album, and I was the only one coming in, starting fresh. So I had less time with him. We really did that album the week it was supposed to come out." Now, this is contrary to what Push T said. Push T, if you remember a couple years ago uh, when he did that Joe Budden interview, that that wasn't the case. I tend to believe Nas, just by the way that album sounded, that it was that it was yeah. that it was the week of. But um, you need certain kind of beats to work for for Nas. And I remember he was going to do an album with DJ Premier that, that was supposed to come out and it never mm-hmm. did. Like that's the kind of beats you need for for a Nas album, not a, not not a Kanye. And I'm not saying that. Kanye couldn't, no. couldn't couldn't produce a good Nas album, but yeah, but he would produce, he keeps those beats for himself. Those beats are uh, Jesus walks. Mm-hmm. Those beats are pretty much half of graduate. I mean, but he keeps. I know what you're saying. The best Nas beats that Nas would ever have from Kanye, Kanye keeps for himself, and actually hasn't made them in a, in a long time. But ironically, I, I'd say Pusha T kind of falls into Nas's lane as far as a lyrical rapper. He's a little bit different, but. And his album worked. His album worked because I don't the beats yeah. that were on on the uh, Daytona. T on Daytona. I don't think that Kanye would ever use those. They didn't sound like Kanye beats that he would use Kanye for his beats. own stuff. Yeah, they sure. sounded like beats specifically for Pusha T sound. Yeah. yeah, I'm with that. That's a good explanation. Uh, so, what would you rank the album um, on a, on a letter grade? On a letter grade, uh-huh. B minus. Okay. Okay. What about you, Jason? I'm giving it a solid B. I'm gonna give it a C. So, C. So that 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 would put the what did that collectively would put it at a B, B yeah, minus. B minus. Yeah. Yeah. B minus. B minus C plus. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. Right. It doesn't deserve anything higher than that. Let's talk about it. I mean, man, uh, we've been waiting for this album to come out for a while, but uh, and it's that we don't that doesn't happen a lot with uh, rock albums. Uh, 20 years into their career, the killers released Imploding the Mirage. What's our thoughts? We finally got it. Got pushed back. It's been supposed to come out in March. Was pushed back because of COVID. They released a shitload of singles. um, And it finally came out on Friday. I think we all liked all of the singles except for... I I didn't like one of them. Caution was incredible. Caution was incredible. Um, The album just... There was a really interesting uh, LA Times article where they, they interviewed Brandon Flowers. And we're talking about how many, if you look back in rock, how many artists have been able to put out an album in year 1920 that 
was played as well as this. It's like Bruce Springsteen. The list is short. He he said in in Brandon's opinion it was Bruce Springsteen, Peter Gabriel, and uh, Tom Petty were the only ones to be able to put out an album of of like quality. Like still had mm, something that's to a good say. Point. Yeah. And well, this to me, like when you look at it at twenty years, this is like. I mean, for example, you guys know I like Pearl Jam, but if Pearl Jam put out now Pearl Jam's last album, I, I don't ever want to hear them play that live. Yeah. I would be all about hearing any of these songs if I saw them live. I can sum this up for you in a more cleaner way. There is the Killers are one of the few bands who have been able to maintain the quality and the sound throughout the whole twenty years. Like this album still reminds me of how they sounded. Yeah. 20 years ago whereas you're totally right like Pearl Jam now doesn't sound like Pearl Jam 10 no. just doesn't which is interesting too because they worked with obviously two guys stepped away from the band and they had two they different worked with people. so many good people on this album yeah, yeah. I mean and Lindsey Buckingham, Lindsay Buckingham? The, Warren, the dude from War on Drugs uh, there's yeah. a few others the story about Lindsey Buckingham writing on this was pretty crazy too he, he, he looked yeah, and said, they could, well because he couldn't sing on the album because he had just had throat he just had his throat like operated on oh. or something yeah. yeah so he played he played guitar and caution I mean, it's it's pretty impressive, and if you, it's extra impressive to me when you think that right now rock is completely taking a back seat to hip hop and even dance music in some senses. I mean, they're one of the only like new active writing new music that's meaningful, that's selling arenas as a rock band as a rock group. They really are, and the fact that they were able to put an album out like this, Blue Fighters maybe. I don't like Foo Fighters. But Foo Fighters but isn't putting albums out that people care about anymore. No, they're not. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, because the issue, because Killers went away for a while, which is great. Killers did, they were not. I when mean, Rock I was dead. I don't dead, remember a couple of their albums that are on. If you look at their discography, I remember the singles from them, but I don't remember really the albums. And then when they came out with Beautiful Beautiful, um, like four years ago, really good album. But still, like that album, it was cool, and it actually kind of revived my interest in the Killers. It didn't sound like this album, and it's funny that if he bring, brings up those four: Peter Gabriel, Bruce Springsteen, or those three: Peter Gabriel, Bruce Springsteen, and Tom Petty, because that album sounds like a combination of those three. And Maybe a little Fleetwood Mac too, yeah. which is a, which is a great thing. Yeah, which no, is a great no, thing. And all of those bands you just mentioned in their twenty first, twenty years, they they all their records. I wouldn't say they sound they 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 maintained their original sound. Sure. Which Fleetwood is Mac, really fucking hard to do. And Fleetwood Mac's had this weird like resurgence. Like remember Fleetwood Mac's never gone out of style. But it's also become as really cool amongst like Generation Z, if you will. Like yeah. like I don't know. It's really weird. Well, Fleetwood Mac's that, had this weird well, because they're but Fleetwood Mac's been around like for like twenty years longer than the, than the Killers, so it's hard to compare those two. <clears throat> But I hate and I got to remember Hot Fuss came out in 2001. So technically they're still a modern rock band, even though they're 20 years old, 20, 19 years old. Crazy to, to think it's um, that old. But I cannot, and I'm sure we could go back and find some albums. Uh, well, before I even say what I'm going to say, I'm going to, yeah, I love this album. I think this album's great. I do think the best songs we heard, uh, Caution, My Own Says Warning and Fire and Bona are just three amazing songs. That last one I, I could live without. There's just a lot of other good songs to listen to on that album. I what I was gonna say was I would be hard pressed and I'm sure we can find it, but a band that 19, 20 years later puts out an album, this is their second best album. This is other next to Hot Fuss, this album is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Samstown had had uh, when you were young, which is my favorite killer song, yeah. but the rest of the album wasn't very good. No. They did that Sawdust album, which has some cool shit on it. It's not nearly as good as his Hot yeah. Fuss. Um, I think this is like Battleborn or something. I don't even remember. Wonderful, wonderful that we talked about. Um, I it, it's I like it, but I, I haven't turned it on again in a while. This album's fucking great. That's a fair point. I can't think of another band or act that had their second best album twenty years later. Yeah, this many albums deep too. This many albums, and deep. they've been and they've and they've like to set to Seb's point. They've been consistently staying like selling fucking tickets, doing numbers. I'm sure arenas. I'm sure this this album will do. Uh, you know, I'm probably in the the top 200 in the, in the United States. It'll probably do 40, 30, 40 thousand units. Nothing crazy. UK it'll probably do pretty big numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just impressive. And I don't think I just go back to it. I think Brandon Flowers has like one of the greatest voices of all time. His voice is crazy. I hate to wrench Kanye into this conversation, but. 
to me, like obviously Brandon Flowers is very open that he's very religious, mm-hmm. right? And this is like, I don't, this is a perfect way. Like be religious, don't swear in your music. It, like do your thing and like don't throw it in everyone's face. It doesn't have to be like, yeah, they don't write about their religion. They don't write about it, and it's and it's amazing. Like the the writing, everything about their music is is great, and it's not this like overtly religious music that they put out. I don't there's know. There's some pretty good. Uh, there's some pretty good quotes on reviews. Um, Enemy said, uh, "Continuing wonderful, wonderful's atmospheric experimentation with Canyon Rock and Normandy. I like Canyon Rock. It's actually really good for them." Uh, the Killers have made another dazzling statement of ultra-modern pomp and one arguably even more in step with new generations of alt-rock. It's a musical DeLorean rooted in mainstream <laughs> Americana but speeding into adventurous horizons. Uh, that's from NME. Pitchfork gave it a 7.6 out of 10. Um, they said no one quite sounds like them in 2020. No one will sound like them in 2031. They remain inscrutable and delirious, trying for big, trying for big cool with small. Get comfortable, aging alongside flowers as his Talmudic wisdom deepens. It's a great, it's a great mm-hmm. little quote. I'd be curious to hear what our uh, 20, 21 year olds in the office think about, about the well, killers. DJ Emmett Sido loved, uh, loved, loved the killers. Uh, we should yeah. hit him up about it. Jesse, what PJ, what'd you think about it? The album does whole. Yeah. Well, like, well, yeah. I, uh, I, it, for me right now, it's in my, uh, Short list for album of the year. I really liked Ooh. it. Better than Bright Eyes or no? Different, but ye- I would say so, yeah. Yeah, Seb, did you even know Bright Eyes came out with an album this weekend? Nah. Well, now you do. Big fan over here. Um, I'm going to, I'll start with the, with the, uh, with the letter grade. I'll give it an A. It's a, it's a great album. It's an A. It's easily the best rock album of the year. It's an A. Yeah, it's an A or an A. Yeah, it's an A. A, A minus. The only reason a. I'm not going to give it an A plus is because they didn't save any of those singles. If they would have just saved one of those singles and caution came out, what, five months ago mm-hmm. when it came out of the office, it was like, it still bangs. They had to put caution. out as the first single. They had to put caution, but they didn't need to put my own souls warning or fire and bone out. Um, they could have saved one of those. Hmm. Um, and they have a really cool song on there with Katie Lang. Uh, yeah. Uh, that I dig. Um, it's dope. It's Seb, good you miss to hear going a good to, rock album. You miss going to the little, the little affair. Yeah. You missed, you missed watching Katie Lake and Sarah McLaughlin yeah. perform with Arpit here. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That's great. <clears throat> Tori Amos, oh. crushing it. Fiona Apple. <laughs> Fiona. Uh, Fiona. W's and L's. I have none today. Uh. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any. I love the Killers album. Episode two of Lovecraft Country came out. I'd be doubling down on that. It's a fucking A. It's like, it's, you know, that's all I got. I don't have any L's. I got an L for the RNC, I guess, even though it's... Oh, yeah. I, I'm doubling <laughs> on that, that one. That was, was, that a, was that an L or a W? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know because I, I don't... I would give them a... You can't... Their, their base crazy. is going to love that. That's like... I know. That was that's crazy. That's like NRA TV or some shit for those people. It did, it's right? Fucking, it looked like NRA oh, TV. So bad. That was painful to watch. I couldn't believe that was like real. It's just yeah. so I couldn't believe it was real. It's definitely a fucking L. I'm seconding that. It was an L, L, L. Um, and then I, uh, we talked about this when it happened, but I'm giving Tory Lanez an L. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, well, now we now rapper, we know. Now, now we, we know, know that he shot her for and sure. <laughs> tried to have his publicist go around saying it was an accident, all this shit, and she shot that shit down fast. You have Michael B. Jordan and Chance the Rapper and a lot of people talking shit. A lot of people, T.I. Bun B. You mean Maxo Cream? You name it. You name it. Um, condemning this dude. I, I don't. A lot of people are comparing him to Chris Brown. And Chris Brown was not so. Chris Brown's, but Chris Brown is my size, but ripped. Like he, uh, he's as tall as me. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Tory Lanez is like five three, one hundred and twenty pounds. He's way smaller than Meg The Stallion. Not to say that that was okay to fucking to shoot her, but I'm just saying. I'm sure if they got in a fist fight, she would beat the fuck out of him. Is my point. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, but uh, I I think he might get canceled after this one. I don't know if he's. But I don't back know how he did right away get canceled for shooting someone. I think he. I think right get, away they thought because it was and in why the foot, hasn't maybe he been it was arrested an for for assault with a deadly weapon? Maybe she's not pressing charges. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe she might. Uh, press that's she's going, maybe she's going would, straight up hood. She's going to get him back. That doesn't seem very. Yeah, exactly. That's not uh, the hood one. Isn't he Canadian too? I believe the so. Worst. 
I like Tory Lanez as a rapper, but this is bad, bad press for him. This is really bad. He press. lied about his involvement in shooting her, and she's like, "Nah, you shot me, dude." <laughs> but it was weird. So she got shot twice, and I've never been shot, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know what caliber weapon she was shot with. I'm assuming a nine millimeter. But she supposedly got shot twice in the in the in the foot, and she showed the pictures of her her the doctors doing surgery, and she was dancing in the WAP video um, three weeks later. <clears throat> Unless they you shot do that heal. video before, you did. No, no, she said she was dancing in it oh. afterwards. Uh, I, I'm just saying, I've never seen someone recover from a, getting shot in the foot twice that fucking fast. She's tough. I don't know. I, I, it looked like glass girl. to me. It looked like glass to me. From what I could tell, it looked like she hurt. Think she so? had walked through glass. For, I saw one picture that she posted, and to me, I'm looking at it. It didn't look like bullet wounds, but but then again, how many real bullet wounds have you seen? Well, I mean, online, I've seen a lot. I've seen one on a floor. Yeah, yeah, I've almost got. Sh- <laughs> I've got a desk pop. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my W's and L's. I wish I had a W this week, but it's been kind of a weird week with our Clippers taking an awful L. So I don't know uh-huh. anything. Yeah, it's all L's for me. RNC, L, American Police, L. Two good albums, though. Nas and the Killers. Yeah. Coaches. Nas and the Killers. You need to go back and listen to the whole Choice of On EP. I do. I do. And I, I do think it's important. No, I'm running out of uh, most anticipated albums of this year with because Childish came out this year. Uh, J uh, Electronica came out this year. Kanye did not come out this it's year. It's overall been and not then, a very good And then music. Killers. Oh, 1975 came out already. And then now the Killers have come out. So it's really just Friends and the Lights that I'm waiting I'm for. I'm sorry. I have one W. Hard Knocks has been pretty interesting. Really? I thought it's weird. I've, it's it's weird. so weird. It's super weird, but I you thought they You can totally didn't. tell that they don't know what the fuck to do. They don't know what to do at all. Sean McVay such a fucking hardo. Dude, <laughs> and, how and hot Jared- is this? How hot is this chick? <laughs> and, and, uh. Seb, you got to see this, his fiance. Right. Oh my God. And uh, it definitely confirmed what everyone already knew. Jared Goff might be the dumbest human he's, being on the planet. Yeah, Jared Oof, Goff's not. He's a, painfully he's bad. Not reading, he's not reading defenses. Let's but put it that way. The only thing I, I, I gained this a lot of respect. Not, for not hard on the eyes either. I <laughs> know. I gained a lot of respect for Anthony Lynn, though. I think he's, yeah. he's pretty dope. I always liked him, even though they didn't win much. <laughs> I've always well, I just never him. heard him talk really. Yeah. Like, but I don't watch he a lot of Chargers football. Well. But he's pretty rad. Um, it's been entertaining. It's interesting. It yeah, seems I watched like both football, the episodes last night. It's crazy that I saw the Oh, I have day. one W. I have one W. I watched the first episode for that um, HBO uh, documentary series, which I have to be careful because I gave the, I gave a W to their last documentary series, uh, <laughs> All Be Gone in the Dark, and that just went a whole— that was terrible. It ended up being horrible by the time it ended, the one about the Golden State Killer. Mm. Um, but uh, this one's called The Vow, and it's about that uh, XVIAIM or whatever, that that cult that turned started off as like a— oh. Like uh, the the Smallville girl, the Smallville girl. It started off as like a oh really? It started off as like a self help for like entre- for like executives and and like really smart people. Right. And they like they learned to do you know like they cured this dude of of uh, Tourette's and all this shit. And then it ended up getting into like the sex cult area. Yeah. Oh. The first, so the first episode is just came out last night and it was really really compelling stuff. What's it called? Uh, the Vow. All right, I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah. So funny, like I don't remember who said it, but they said like all these, all these like cult leaders and stuff. They always start off like good idea, and then someone's always the fucking dude, your wife. I mean, you watch the dude talk, <laughs> and it's it's definitely interesting stuff. And where where it's different from other cults that I've seen, the stuff that they're talking about as far as like fixing your life and de- dealing with depression, and it's all very applicable stuff. And yeah, there's some weird shit they make you fucking bow. They make the they make you can't call the head guy by his real name. You call him Vanguard. And then the girl underneath him has a name too. So there's some weird shit at the beginning, and they don't they in the first episode they don't get into the sex stuff yet. But uh but you know it's coming. Mm. You know it's coming. You know it's I'm gonna let you finish it <laughs> before I get into it. Dude, because- I'll tell you what, that all be got in the dark, the thing that's so terrible about it, and I I don't know, so you know it's about the Golden State Killer, and it's a, and it's about Peyton Oswald's late wife investigating it for her book that she writes. Mm. And that book ends up pushing the investigation along to where yeah. they eventually catch him. But, and I, I don't know if they took her voice off the audiobook or whoever they hired. So the, it's got a narration from reading excerpts from the book. And the girl's voice is so annoying. And you're just like, and they make it more about her than about the, the investigation stuff. And it just gets in a, it just fucking sucks by the last couple episodes. So yeah. All right, boys. Good episode. Yeah, I'm yeah. black. That's all I can do. So
Dude.